Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of a woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. done with this i can't give you the post-mortem on what i've ingested my jules has started having a beer every afternoon like he's been on vacation for a month in the tropics i don't know why this is his thing <laughs> but hey you know what hey remember shoes <laughs> no i don't do you remember do you remember soap that I, I got to experience it today shampoo no that comes every now and then but why am i dressing like an infant like no pants no <laughs> shoes no socks a diaper <laughs> i'm taking all of my food in pureed form my jewels chews it up and spits it into my mouth like alicia silverstone this is, we're regressing. And isn't it, there's something comforting about it. I think that that's going to be the hardest part coming out of everything is like putting jeans on again. Well, I'm wearing jeans right now. <gasps> Why? Well, because I have to take Jenny out um, in the morning. Um, so I actually have to somewhat put myself together. Why? Who is on the streets that you're going to see? You know what? Surprisingly, today was the busiest I've seen Hell's Kitchen in a while, and I don't understand why. What I do really like is how aggressive the homeless people are, and now that they've figured out there's only two places that are open in the neighborhood, they're all just parked right out in front. Oh, <laughs> so my. you can't, you, <laughs> you can't, can't like, <laughs> you can't just avoid them because they're right there. They know exactly where you're going because so like you a, got nowhere else to go. It's a human moat. Uh huh. Oh, oh my God! Well, someone brought up a good point the other day, and I didn't even think about this. But when you guys leave your elevators—I mean, you leave your apartments—you have to go down in an elevator. Yeah. And I don't know why that didn't even occur to me. And like, we wonder why this is the epicenter. We're, we're living like five in apartment. Everybody's stacked one on top of another. Hmm. Yeah, I um, we leave with gloves. I feel like I'm Michael Jackson. I go out. I put my glove on. I hit the. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, my aunt said she she went to the market basket the other day, which is Boston's you know favorite place to go grocery shopping, and uh, she was like, "We said you you shouldn't be going out. She's in her eighties. You shouldn't be going to the market basket. She's a very lively eighties. Like she still drives and she's very active." And uh, we warned her against doing that, and she was like, "I'm fine. I put on a winter hat." A winter winter gloves, uh, my winter coat. I put on my winter pants. She basically is dressing like she's going skiing. <laughs> she, I think she might be a little confused of what's actually happening. <laughs> Most people over sixty are. They're like, I got this one covered. I got a knit cap. I'm gonna be fine. <laughs> it's not a blizzard. It's a virus. But all right, <laughs> it goes into your nose, not up your pants. Right. Okay. Well, I mean, however you want to treat it, just, you know, wash your hands when you get home. I, I, or wash your clothes. <laughs> I mean, are we getting to that point now where I know a lot of people who are stripping before they walk in, which is a nightmare for my neighbors. <laughs> I have not experienced that in my building. Um, 
but although I've noticed a lot less people in my building. Do you think they fled? Um, I don't really know. Like maybe I think a lot of people have like a, a second home, oh. which is strange. Well, la di da. Right. Um, except for my neighbors on either side of me who are elderly. Um, they are trapped in their home. Does anybody deliver them stuff? Well, as I said, I can hear this Jamaican maid uh, through <laughs> my wall because uh, my bedroom backs up to her kitchen. So anytime, and apparently uh, she has two tin cans for a, uh, for a cell phone. So she's just screaming into it. Um, so I can hear her conversations quite clearly. Is she talking to my um, aunt? You know, I think she's talking to the woman in the other room. Um, I don't know why it's, her apartment's not that big, so I really don't know why she's screaming. But um, it's really, uh, it's really uh, entertaining. It's kind of like I have a TV, but I don't have a TV. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, it's like when you get sick of watching things on Netflix when you're done with Tiger King, you can just go in your bedroom and hear what's happening next door. Right. It's kind of like when I used to uh, be in my parents' house. And I didn't actually have to be in the same room to watch TV because it was so fucking loud that yeah, I could be in the now. basement and hear it. Yeah. I worry because my jewels is getting to be the same way. Every time I walk in, I'm like, Jesus Christ. That's your theory. <laughs> oh, that is not my, I am not, so I am. Sensitive. He thinks I'm so sensitive and he's so deaf. Wouldn't it be great if he was like, huh? <laughs> and I do worry about him now. We, we've passed this turn. Once they said that the deadline was extended he just stayed in the same pajamas for about 76 hours. So I scraped them off with a spatula and I made him wash himself today. Turn around, oh. bend over, wash your bum. And then we get him That's... back in the, di- the diapers and the no pants and the no shoes. <laughs> of all the technology Open that I up. think, there's two things that I think are going to come out of all this. The technology of... A spray clean situation, like when you first walk in your house, I feel like this is going to be standard issue where you get steam cleaned. And, mm-hmm. um, well, we said bidets already, so we know that those are coming. And eyeball technology. Because we're not going to want to touch screens anymore after this. I didn't want to touch screens beforehand, but I really don't want to touch them now. I think we should have on our keychains a fake finger that can touch <laughs> all the things for you. Can it belong to a different body? Yeah. Whatever I'm your just finger saying, is. It's just not yours. It's just you just hold it, and then that does all the work for you. You should actually patent this right now, and you should call it Finger Me. <laughs> and you can be the CEO of fingering. Sorry, Amazon will pick uh, it up. It's going to be amazing. So where are we? What are we talking about? <laughs> hey, I might as well do this right now. Let's get this out of the way. Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I am your host, Doug Llewellyn. Hello, Doug. This is Sarah Fergie Ferguson, the Duchess of Pork. Oh, and we're coming to you from the Maha'a Bar in the beautiful... Uh-oh, wait a minute. And we're coming to you from where? You, you, Pat, Pat where are you oh, in the world? I don't know if you were playing a clip. I messed uh, up. <laughs> no, <laughs> see, we have to be back in the same room now. You can't see anything. Let's try this one again. Okay. Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice <laughs> podcast. I am your host, Doug Llewellyn. And I am Sarah Fergie Ferguson, the Duchess of Pork. And we're coming to you from... 
downtown Swing and Hell's Kitchen. And the Maha'a Bar and the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? He's just a bang beat, bell ringing, big call, great go, neck or nothing, rip roaring, every time a bullseye salesman. That's Professor Harold Hill. Harold Hill, tell us what's his line, what's his line? He's a fake and he doesn't know the territory. Doesn't know the territory. Oh, I was going to keep going. And the you need a biscuit. Did you hear any of that? I, I did. Oh, and good. It's funny that you, should, <laughs> that you should play that because I just mentioned that the other day. Because I feel like we're in like the worst production of The Music Man right now with Harold Hill is actually played by Donald Trump. Oh, I brings gi- I think we're in an episode of Black Mirror, not a musical. Oh, okay. Except right, maybe well. the shittiest musical ever, like the lot, li- not the life or what's the one with the lemons in it? The what? The really bad musical about lemons or something. In in my life? In my life. There I knew it had the word life in it. <laughs> it's like a Correct. shitty shitty bang bang. Of a life that we're living right now. But it definitely oh, shitty, feels shitty bang, Twilight zone to me. A little bit. Like Burgess Meredith should like crawl out of somewhere and be like, what are you all doing? <laughs> How did you get under there? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, hey. Yes. Hey. You're all still online. We're all trapped in this hellhole until at least April 30th. So no excuse. Please find us online at your Insta twits at DearPodOfficial, our website, DearPodOfficial.com. And you can always email us and please email us. Talk to us about anything, DearPodOfficial at gmail.com. And Patty, Correct. you have a new handle. Tell the people about your new Insta handle. <laughs> yes. Now you can find Patrick O'Brien at the Patrick O'Brien at Instagram. And that's I-E-N, right? O'Brien. Correct. The normal way. I was so happy when you changed it. All it took was me bullying you for a year. Well, I felt like I just, you know, sometimes I'm a little, I'm a little elderly. I can't figure things out sometimes. I have a hard enough time turning on my computer. So when, I, I don't know. I'm just happy I did. I still have a Yahoo account, so it takes me a second. Yeah, I know. Well, we're going to baby step you into Gmail. You don't have any choice. We live <laughs> online now. We're Zooming everybody. Who's Zooming who? Me and you. I, I have a Gmail account. You do? <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you giving what everybody you Yahoo? Uh, what are you doing? Uh, what are you, Earthling? What are you doing? Oh, my God, stop with your AOL dial-up. Uh. Quit it. Uh. <laughs> Me and my friend Kate used to always do whiny teenager to each other with everything. (laughs) When I went to Gettysburg with my parents, I was so, at a certain point, I got so hungry and so tired that I turned into that teenage kid that was like, I don't want to learn about history anymore. I don't care about the little round top. And my father's trying to teach me history, and my mother's only reference for history is the movie Gettysburg. So my father's <laughs> my father's on top of a little round top, and he's like, and they made a fish hook, and they came around here, and then they came up, and then if they weren't if Joshua Chamberlain wasn't standing here, then then they wouldn't have won, and then the South would have won. And then my mother says, and that's when Jeff Daniels saved the world. <laughs> my parents. I love Jeff. <laughs> You don't read about Jeff Daniels in the history books, do you? You don't. You don't read enough of him. They need to start their own tourism group because they're also way into disaster tourism. They go to all the places where something horrible happened. Like what? 
you I know, mean, other than Gettysburg. Yeah, like any any place where people died multiple, they're, they're like disasters. Um, you know, if my mother had a druther, she'd probably be on that new Titanic cruise that's never going to happen at this rate because <laughs> we're getting rid of cruises. Thank God. <laughs> She's like, where are you going this summer? We're going to Waco, Texas. Exactly. What? That's the kind of, <laughs> they're disaster tourists. What was it? They did Gettysburg. They've. Well, Panama Canal, nothing bad happened in there. They they liked that. Uh, my father wants to go to Auschwitz. They're real uppers, oh, you know. God. Like they came to New York and the first thing was like, let's go to the memorial. Ah. I think it makes them feel oh. better to be standing in places where horrible massacres happen to other people. And yet here we are. <laughs> <laughs> but because of what's been ha- happening... Um, because of the pandemic, for some reason, my father's like, eh, it's time to start working out. So they work out oh, wow. in the den, but there's not enough room for two of them in that space. So they have to work out in shifts and they work out online on YouTube with some girl named Amy. And my mother says she knows when my father's doing the workout because she just hears thud, thud, thud. Like he's picking up and dropping a bunch of bricks. And she's like, oh, he's your father's with Amy. I can hear the pounding. Exactly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> your father's with Amy. I can hear the pounding again. Uh, Mom, oh. Amy's upstairs with him. I'd like to know, can you imagine like at the end of this, like we're joking around with your parent about your parents and like your dad comes out as like one of those like, old ripped guys like takes his shirt off and you're like wait a minute who's amy what did she do to you why are you your so dad's tough? left your mom your dad's left your mom for amy your dad is like a nine pack yeah just cut just slice really he couldn't get an eight pack he couldn't get a 10 pack or a 12 pack he got a nine pack so something just didn't fit right well he just got a 24 pack because they're in it for the long haul now nobody's leaving that house until may 1st I guess not. Wow. If they come out shredded and I come out 200 pounds, something's wrong with the system. Oh, so hey, guess what? This week's topic is Easter. Easter. That's right. Technically, this thing is still happening and Jesus is returning whether we like it or not. So Easter is on, baby. So we... I doubt he's coming back. Oh, at this rate, if I look down, I'd be like, Mm-mm, I ain't going down there. There's plenty of ventilators up here. (laughs) I can breathe up here. That looks like shit. (laughs) No, the air is thin, but damn. (laughs) What the hell's been going on? I just picture Jesus plopping down and going, where is everybody? Guys? (laughs) He's just just in Times Square screaming. He's like, hello? A little help here? No? Cowboy? (laughs) Elsa? (laughs) Anybody? (laughs) I came here to see the Lion King, and it's not even happening. Yes, Jesus' return. Uh, what was your favorite thing about Easter growing up? Uh, my sister Carrie used to um, hide Easter eggs for me. Aww. And then in June, we would find some of them. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was so good at hiding them, and then we'd forget. So got, we really enjoyed she took her role them. very seriously. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like, you know, putting someone in front of a TV, like a kid in front of a TV, and like that's how you're going to take care of them. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of what she did to me. Maybe that was cardio training you. She's like, go and find it. Work on it. Get in the backyard. Making your life difficult. 
But I also really liked dyeing the Easter eggs because we did the pause, <gasps> the yes. pause Easter egg kit. Yeah, I loved that. and always the little metal thing to retrieve the eggs was so chintzy that I would end yeah. up just grabbing them and then my hands would be stained, pause stained. Yes, I do love it. I know. I haven't, and, I haven't done those in a while. Though. I know. I was about to say I kind of want to do them, but I can't waste the eggs. Right. <laughs> but you can eat them, right? I mean, I feel weird eating an egg that's colored. Me too. It feels wrong somehow. Like you're going to eat the food coloring. Maybe this is just my OCD. I think we're going down a wrong path here. I think maybe it's because obviously the Easter egg has gotten all dressed up. It's going to go somewhere. And She's I feel bad. Yeah, yeah you don't want to take her clothes off. <laughs> I got all dressed up for you and all you're going to do is rip my clothes off and eat me? Come on. <laughs> there you go. There's a Hallmark card for you. It Happy like a baby. Easter. Good luck. No, that was kind of like my, oh, it kind of is. It was a little bit Betty Boop is what I was trying to do. Like a 1940s oh. gun mall egg. Like a little uh, Judy Holiday. Yeah. She's like, I smell terrible, but I'm full of protein. You are now. I'm hard to peel, but I'm great in your salads. <laughs> are you Okay. <laughs> But it makes me want to dye eggs now. I loved paws. And that you had to get like the water scalding hot to to melt the tablets. And those tablets that you drop in, I just wanted to eat them. I don't know. They look like those tiny little like chewable sprees or something. I hate you so much because I was just about to say chewable sprees. (laughs) Oh, my God. They're the best. Chewable sprees are the best. I love chewable sprees. Especially extra sour. Oh, I'm not a sour person. I mean, I am, but not when it comes to candy. When it comes to candy, do you prefer a fruit or a chocolate-based candy? Chocolate. Same. Always same. But the Cadbury cream egg, oh, the sad part is I've been on this earth long enough that I know when it came out. Like, I remember when that was a new thing and the commercials with the lion and the pig and the everything making the the rabbit noises. Something more cuddly, yeah. Bigger, (laughs) friendlier, maybe. Thank you. Not quite what we had in mind, yes. Yes. Oh, so good. Is that is that correct? Didn't it make that sound? Yeah. When he goes, thank you, Easter Bunny. It's the auditions. Ah, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yes. Like a chick. <laughs> Is it me? Am I getting older and bigger, or the Cadbury eggs getting smaller? I, you know, I, I think, I think they're making them smaller because they're fucking with all the Easter candy, and I really don't appreciate it. I know. They taste different. They look different. They're packaged different. I know it can't be the same packaging as of 1983, but I mean. Look, if if Stranger Things is trending and high-waisted pants are coming back, we need to get back to a purer form of Easter candy, particularly the speckled hen egg malted milk things. Balls, eggs. You know what I'm talking about? Are you, are you talking about the, 
the uh, the Easter candy that is actually a Whopper, but at the outside it's a yeah, yeah. multicolored egg that when you lick it, you can put it on your face and, and use it as makeup. Is that what you're talking about? Never did that, but definitely going to try it now. <laughs> definitely going to try it. It works for M&Ms. And in a pinch, if I run out of makeup, I will definitely lick candy and use it as rouge. Let's that's go. what my sisters used to. Do. That's what my sisters used to do to me around Easter. And they wonder why you are how you are. I don't know why I am, but maybe that has something to do with it. That is one of my favorite Easter candies, and it is in my house right now. <gasps> so you found speckled hen eggs, speckled malted hen eggs. Correct. I love them. Okay. Marcus likes the small Cadbury dense chocolate eggs. I agree with, with that the hard, too. With the hard coated shell, yes. they're usually not found at the same. Um, jelly or yeah, it's usually CVS or Rite Aid, never together. They cannot be together. I don't know why. It's like Tiffany and Debbie Gibson. They cannot be at the same mall <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> it's like a Burger King and a McDonald's should be across the street from each other, right? Not next door. You know. Correct, and it has to be a very busy road, so you cannot just leave and go get onion rings at the Burger King after getting the burgers from McDonald's. You just exactly, can't. exactly. Separate church and state here. There must be some sort of non-compete clause that happened when they first came out with those. I will go to. Must I will risk risk my life on this to probably get those now. Now that we're talking about it, if I got to go to a Target and then a CVS, and if I get COVID from this, I'll say it's worth it. Yeah. But a Cadbury cream egg, I don't think I can turn my brain off long enough as an adult to justify eating one now. But as a kid, no, oh, my God, like with a spoon, I ate those things. I, you know, it seems like, wow, I love this as a childhood treat. However, absolutely not. Absolutely not will I ingest that. But there was one thing about the packaging that kept kept you from inhaling it too quickly. And I think that that tinfoil on the outside was strategic on the part of the Cadbury cream egg people, because if you bit that tinfoil while you were biting into that egg and that some of that chocolate got thick and as a kid with soft teeth, it was very difficult to pierce. (laughs) And I just wanted to take the top off like you're eating a soft boiled egg. Like I wanted to have one of those little removers and then you put the Cadbury cream egg in the cup like you're from (laughs) ye old England, like you belong to the royal family. Sure. But then when you bit it, like, it, my teeth would hit the tinfoil and forget about it. It was like, take me an hour to recover. I mean, I still ate the egg. Don't get me wrong. I was a fatty kid. <laughs> I didn't really like the consistency of the the uh, the inside of the egg, and they especially didn't like the coloring. But, you know, I think I got over that. Okay. This was a conversation <laughs> I had with a, a mutual friend of ours the other day. And I think it's because... There's a graininess to it that I like, which clearly says this is 100% refined sugar on the inside, a toothiness about it. And this is why I prefer a frosting that is a sugary frosting and not a buttercream frosting. Well, I too like a sugar, sugary frosting and not a buttercream or a uh, cream cheese or cottage cheese or whatever the fuck kind of frosting that is that I don't understand. Agreed. However, um, the Cadbury egg, I, I like it, but I think it's because it's too drippy, and I don't like the fact that it actually looks like a broken egg on the inside. Oh, I love that. That's what makes it so unique. This is turning well, me on. It, I just feel like I'm just eating a dead chicken. Exactly. 
who's been liquefied. It's got to have a little bit of that that look to it, though, you know, that that honesty about what it is you're eating. Right. But I've never received an egg from a chicken that was also wrapped in some sort of tin foil. And then when I opened it, it was piece of chocolate. <laughs> and you're going to the wrong know. farms, my friend. <laughs> I never got through a full egg, I will say, though. And that made me feel somewhat better. It's like once I got to the center, I was happy. I'm happy with what's happening in the middle. Ooh, well, per- if that isn't a terrible phrase. <laughs> I'm happy being in the middle. So this week's theme, as we have been talking about, is Easter. And we have some articles from the ladies. I had a hard time finding them. Did you? Really? Yeah, I mean, because when we did an episode, which was a grab bag, I blew my wad early on because there was an Easter oh. article that we did that I couldn't redo today. So, you know, it is what it is. But um, why don't you kick us off for this Easter weekend? Amen. Okay. This is from the Alabama Journal, Montgomery, Alabama, April 5th, 1979. Mm-hmm. Dear Abby, Easter is coming up soon, and I hope you don't do what you did last Christmas time when you asked your readers to remember those poor souls who live alone and invite them to a family dinner. Please spare me those holiday get-togethers. The kids are fighting and screaming, and the adults are worse. Most of them are boozers with a six-pack. The TV is blaring a top volume with nobody watching. Everybody is talking and nobody is saying anything. I, for one, would much rather stay home and prepare my own food and eat alone in peace. I'm neither hungry nor lonely, and I know I speak for many. Signed, Alone and Loviness. You're alone. Although you may speak for many, you don't speak for all. I would still hope that your friends would remember to invite singles, especially on holidays, those who prefer to be alone will at least have a choice. This is a very angry letter. My first thought was, this bitch has no idea what's coming down the pike. How many times have I said that as a result of everything that's happening in the world right now in the past week? I'm like, if only you knew. When we were watching the Spring Baking Championship, there was a guy who was crying over his brownies not being set. And I was like, bitch, give it a year. You have no idea what is going to change your perspective on what's important to cry over. That's how I feel about every reality show I'm attempting to watch because I'm such a reality show junkie. And I saw a little bit of the Kardashians and I was like, bitches, shut up. You have no idea what's about to happen to you. Well, not you, but the rest of us assholes who don't have your money. But yeah, um, you reading that article now. And she's like, it's just a bunch of people who get drunk and get together. I'm like, I can't wait wait to to be around my family and drink and cry and fight. I want someone to fall asleep on the couch and end up in a puddle of their own sick. I don't give me these freedoms again. Give them. Where do you Um, think this hooker is now? I, I just really like the fact that instead of just it's like it started out as like an Easter article and it's like and spare me your nonsense of having me come over to someone's house and enjoying myself in someone else's company or maybe someone will even talk to me or maybe someone will ask me how I'm doing or how I'm feeling or anything like that but no you want me to hang out with other people how dare you make me make a connection with another human being i want to believe that if she's still on this earth she's loving this right now 
Like her <laughs> moment has come. This is her time to shine. Get in your bunker, Gladys. <laughs> See you in 25 years. <laughs> Right now, she's the one who's like, I just want to see my family. <laughs> I just want someone to have dinner with and have a conversation. I want my uncle to burp his beer in my face and blow it in my ear. I want someone in my family to challenge me on my life choices in front of other people at a dining room table. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about opposing po- political views. That's all. I want to talk about the fact that I'm not married. Please ask me anything. <laughs> Did you was Easter a big deal in your family? Because you were raised Irish Catholic. Did you have a party? Like, did people come over? What did you do on um, Easter? If I can recall, I think my grandparents came over, and we had like Easter brunch. Yeah, not it's not the biggest deal. No, same. Big deal. I remember yeah. there being ham involved, and I always hated ham. We always had a ham. It was usually right after someone. Um, there was an Easter bunny in the backyard and then we'd each take baseball bats and <laughs> beat the hell out of that Easter bunny. Who was the bunny? Little did, we, little did we know that there's an actual person in the bunny costume and we wouldn't know until the ambulance came to take him away. And then by that time, the ham was ready so then we all sat down for dinner. We didn't really, or, you know, brunch. We didn't really worry about him because the Easter bunny was already gone. Because he was dead. And we didn't talk about it. Right. So... You know, it, I mean, I feel like a lot of people do that on Easter. Beat the shit out of some guy in an Easter outfit? Yeah. Justified. If I saw that, I mean, I'd beat the shit out of him right now, especially if he came near the house. I'd be like, you better you better hold at six feet, motherfucker. Yeah, you better six have gloves feet. on. Don't you come near me, Easter Bunny. <laughs> if you're coming Don't in my house. Those, if, you, if you know it's good for you, I'd keep that hat on and I'd keep your hands on too. <laughs> like now is Easter going to be changed as a result of this where it's like everything gets sprayed if you if a kid came downstairs and there was like a delivery that was a, a beautiful basket filled with candy I'd be like hey, wait where'd this come from who touched this right who handled this that'll happen around um Halloween it's the new Halloween everyone gets a piece of candy they spray it with Lysol and they put it in their bag yeah it has to be vetted you you also anybody in the neighborhood who wants to partake has to give a, a license and a blood sample yeah yeah the fun it's is over from, kids yeah it's different from and when it, it used to be just all fun and games with you know staples and needles in it but now you might have a virus <laughs> but we're taking our game next level in 2020 we're giving out a virus does this candy have any Ebola in it? <laughs> All right. I have an article about the Easter times from Manitowoc Herald Times in Manit- Manitowoc, Wisconsin. You know this place, right? Am that's I saying also, it right? Yes, Manitowoc. That's also where uh, the making of a murderer is filmed. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, sh- so should I read this article like I'm one of them? Hey, hey, you're going to give that me that? Or, or with Kathleen Selzner's voice. Oh, let me do Kathleen with really thin lips. She's just got a hole in her mouth. (laughs) This is from April 13th, 1965. What I love about making a murder is that they basically confess to murder on the, on like one of their phone calls inside. It's like, so did you kill him? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, no. Wait, what? (laughs) 
Well, because they're not very bright that they were like, why don't you tell everybody that you did it? Okay, I did it. But did you do it? No. Then why did you say I did it? You told me to. No, I didn't. Did I? I don't know. Who's What's on happening? first? Yeah. Oh. Have you seen Bigfoot? I don't know. Did I? Did you want to see it? Sure, I'll see it. So you saw it. So I saw Bigfoot. You saw Bigfoot? Who's I Bigfoot? did see Bigfoot. What are you talking about? So it happened? What happened? Bigfoot? Bigfoot what? That's 90% of the conversation. The other 10% is, so you want burgers when you get out? Yeah. Yeah, I want a burger. And every time they flash to his mom, I'm like, is anyone going to clean that kitchen or are we just going to let this happen? We're just going to let this happen. <laughs> yes. That's an, off, that's an awful lot of Tupperware on the sink. We're going to let the dirty. earth take it over. Yeah. <laughs> every time they flash to his mother, I didn't realize they flashed to his mother. I still thought it was him. <laughs> just with a perm. I'm like, wow. <laughs> yes. He looks much better in this scene. Oh wait. I didn't know in, I didn't know in my perm their hair. <laughs> yeah. It's one of them homemade dealies like they made that microwave cheesecake, the prison cheesecake. If you've ever read Orange is the New Black, the actual book, there's a recipe in there for prison cheesecake that I am fully going to make while I'm in quarantine. That I'm not a cheesecake person. I will I will taste it. You will. If you send it to me. Okay. If I send you the recipe for prison cheesecake, can we both make it at the same time? Sure. We should also make cup of, cup of, cup of. Okay. There's two things that we're going to make. <laughs> You've heard it here right now. Also, because this is how I know the end times are nigh. I have made in the last week two perfectly soft boiled eggs. I marinated and grilled chick chicken to perfection. And last night I made gluten-free cookies that are right in the dead center, perfectly baked. Am I right, Jules? Yes. I have confirmation. Tell me that the world's not going to end now that I can cook. Again, send it to me, and I'll let you know how it is. The chicken or the eggs? Either one. Which came first? The cookie. Ah! Okay, so we got to make cuppa, 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 and prison cheesecake. Maybe this right. will be one of our, our blurbs that we do for people. In case the listeners don't know, uh, because of these quarantine times that we are in, we are giving you extra Easter eggs, extra speckled hen Easter eggs. Every week, you're going to be getting a little nugget from either Abby or myself, a little something to help get you through the week until we get to our next episodes. Does that sound wonderful or what? It sounds just divine. It's a just little Jesus divine. Treat. Yes. A little Loretta Divine time for you. We're going to have little <laughs> things that we're releasing through the course of the week. So keep your eyes and your ears peeled for that. And uh, and then I'll, I'll send you the recipe for prison cheesecake. And then we'll report back to each other and we can eat it on air together. How does that sound? Mm, just like the rum balls. Oh, that was. Them. Yes, it's. But prison cheesecake is, is the new rum ball. And. Oh. It is also the quarantine way of us connecting with each other over food. Over mm. food. All right. All right. So here is my article from the Manitowoc Times, Manitowoc, Wisconsin, April 13th, 1965. Choose your voice wisely. I know. Manitowoc. All right. Let me get into the zone. You're not going to like this article, by the way. I'm just oh, telling God. you right now. I don't like it. Well, that's a good start. <laughs> You're going to hate this. <laughs> that's like whenever I actually try to cook something and I hand it to somebody, I'm like, this tastes hideous. Try it. <laughs> All right, here we go. Dear Ann Landers, 
Easter will soon be here and I would like to express my views on something that has been bothering me since last year when I attended an Easter Sunday brunch at the home of friends. These friends have three children under the age of six. As an Easter gift, the parents gave their youngsters some baby chicks dyed shades of pink, blue, and green. The children were squeezing, choking, and torturing the baby chicks without realizing what they were doing. The two-year-old threw the little pink chick against the wall as if it were a rubber ball. The mother picked the chick up and said quietly, You mustn't do that, dear. She gave the chick back to the child who proceeded to choke it. I could not bear to watch any longer, so I left. Please, Anne, say something in your column about giving very young children live pets to play with. Signed, S.O.S. Dear S.O.S., dying and selling baby chicks is illegal in some states. Illinois, for one. The penalty, however, is not stiff enough to deter a pet shop owner who wants to to engage in the practice. The law reads, a fine of not less than $5 and more than $200 and confiscation of the chicks. The Anti-Cruelty Society would like to discourage the sale of chicks as toys. Aside from the fact that most youngsters unwittingly abuse them, chicks need warmth, about 90 degree temperature, and most of their homes are too cold for their survival. And I hate these children, and I hate their parents even more. Agreed. Horrifying. I don't know. I, yeah, what, I mean, you don't need to give your kid... A give living a, give entity. Them, no, that's why we give them, uh, which one, what those, what's that fucking Easter candy, the, the marshmallow peeps. Give that's why we peep. give them peeps. Mm-hmm. They're different colored. You squeeze them and you squeeze them and you can eat them. You don't give them a living creature. And you microwave you know you them do? and they explode, the peeps, not the this chicks. Is, if I were there, I'd probably grab the kid by its neck and keep squeezing it and then throw it against <laughs> the wall. But of course, I would have probably been overserved at that time. <laughs> And overserved equals justified. Right. Uncle Pat's drunk. Shut up. <laughs> Come over here. Let me wrap my fingers around your neck. How Isn't do you that, like it? I could never, I would never stand idly by and let that happen. Never. No. I don't care how you parent. If I see one of your kids manhandling an animal, I will step in and I will manhandle your child. <laughs> You know, I, I did ever tell you I had a therapist who used to dye his dog's hair, which I don't really like when um, any animal is dyed, period. I agree. Um, and especially dogs, because it's just, it's so self-serving and it's completely unnecessary. And especially and dogs that are attached to therapists. Did this guy bring this dog into the office? The dog basically sat on my lap during the entire session. I'm like, what's that about? Uh. And it was just like his, like his. They he had like dyed the tips of his ears and like the tips of his tail. I'm like, what is this? Like a member of Danity Kane? What's with the ombre? <laughs> oh my like, Danity for Christ's Kane. sake! Uh, uh, wow. Yeah, I I do not believe in dying animals. It's, it is. It's like no dog is ever like, you know what? I want to be blue today. Can we do blue? What about pink? And they all kind of look at you like, someone help me. Will someone fix it? Please, someone. I, I Can you dial like me back to my... <laughs> <laughs> Every day is the 80s for me. 
every day. Every day I'm playing Gem in the Hologram. I was about I to say Barbie with is. the extensions. Yes. <laughs> I'm Gem in the Holograms without that fabulous eye makeup. And <laughs> and Synergy. Someone please, someone please take me out of this person's home. Synergy. <laughs> Look, I'm not in the band Kiss. Can we please just dial it back? <laughs> I'm a Maltese. I'm a Malti. I've always been a Malti. I, I, I plan on being one for the rest of my life. I don't need to look like Donna Mills from Not Landing. I don't know why I have so much makeup on. I'm a I'm cockapoo, a not Cindy Lauper. <laughs> Can we just please give me a break? No, don't dress me up like anybody from Give Me a Break either. Please don't stop. Dress me up as no, no one dress me up as no Carter, please. Now, mind you, putting clothes on dogs, I completely approve of. That is not a permanent fixture, but it's very entertaining for me in particular. Very entertaining. I like to uh, put my my Jenny girl in a little shark slicker when she goes outside. A land shark. Do you put her? Do you put shoes on her? That is one step too far. The shoes. No, because she hates that. Yeah, because then they walk like it's they're playing. The floor is lava. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and they just give you that look like I'll give you to the count of 10 to get these off otherwise I'm going to eat your fucking neck they're like I'm descended from wolves do you mind I don't need these okay I have a shirt for Izzy uh, for anybody who doesn't know we have two Morkies named Izzy and Scotch and uh, between the two of them they're maybe 10 pounds combined so Izzy is like 3 pounds of angry hair but there's a, a T-shirt, a muscle tee that says security on it. And and that is a great shirt. It just is. <laughs> I like that. I believe in dressing up small dogs to look like thugs. Oh, okay. Like street cred look. I um I have a little bikini for Jenny for the summertime. Oh, wait, then where, here's, like, is it a string bikini? Yeah. Well, it's not like a one piece. It's a string. You know, it's like there's the bottom half, and then there's the top. Wait, is, is there like where's where do the boobs go on the front or the back? You know what I mean? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my god! I thought that was like you have to know that bikinis exist for dogs. Please, do I they? have I have life vests for our dogs that have shark fins on the back of them. Uh, that's I, what. What do they go? Did you take them like uh, jet skiing or something? Yes, because when we go to New Hampshire, they go on the boat with us, and I want to make sure that they are nautically safe. Oh my god! Yes, they and yes, we will post these pictures of them with their life vests on. There's nothing much cuter in this world, but the the shark fin is real. It's just an added touch, really. No, oh, it's really it's really something. I it's like Claire. that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> What you got? What you got? Tell me, tell me what you got. Here we go. From the transcript, North Adams, Massachusetts, Friday, January 14th, 1977. Dear Abby, is there a way my child can enjoy the fun of believing in Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny without being lied to? It doesn't seem fair to tell a trusting child such lies. And yet I hate to deprive them of the pleasure of fantasizing about these make-believe characters. My son is still a wee baby, and I hate lying to him, knowing that one day he'll learn the truth and wonder how many other things I lied to him about. Signed, Debbie. Also, where he came from. Dear Debbie, (laughs) 
child fantasies are not only fun for children, but also useful aids in developing healthy imaginations and creativity. If you tell your child from the start that Santa, the Easter Bunny, and don't forget the Tooth Fairy, are all make-believe characters, they won't feel deceived when they learn the truth. The mistake most parents make is to insist that these imaginary characters actually exist after the child has questioned their authenticity. That was a very and wordy answer. Oh. For for her, for Abby. Yes, but I mean, is this really like, you really had to write in to Dear Abby to talk about the Easter the Easter homo and Santa Claus? <laughs> I thought you were going to say Easter Bunny and I was going to tell you you have to say it like Clary from Steel Magnolias for the rest of this episode. Now it's almost time for the Easter Bunny. <laughs> Emphasize Bunny. <laughs> Easter Bunny. You know what I was when you were about... what say to you? <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, when you were talking, I was like, "Where did the Easter Bunny even come from?" I mean, Santa's one thing because it was based on a saint, and you can almost make the kind of leap as to why this existed. But like, who was the first person to come up with like, I know? Okay, so Jesus returned from the bed. Bre- uh, bed. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he did. He just came back from bed. He, he just came Jesus, back from I'm bed. Tired. You know that bar downtown where there were a bunch of beds everywhere? He came back from bed yes. and he was like, the drink, or the drinks are like way overpriced. But like, who who was, who originally thought, okay, well, how do we teach kids that, that Jesus died and came back from death and I know, bunny. Like, where did that start? And does anybody really think that a six foot Easter rabbit with those weird eyes is really appealing for a child. I have never seen a child's picture taken with him on the lap of a giant rabbit to be anything less than terrifying and scary. It looks like you, you know that there's like probably a knife or a revolver in that goddamn Easter basket that the Easter bunny has. It's terrifying. It's sheer terror. Exactly. No, no child looks comfortably being like, yes, this is what I wanted. A, a and, warm and man in a white suit. If your child is growing up and at a certain point he can't figure it out, then you, congratulations, you got a stupid kid. <laughs> you want to know what? If you think that your kid is going to doubt anything that you tell him from now on, well, again, congratulations, welcome to parenthood. Every child thinks that their parents are lying to them. So I don't know what the fuck this person needs. This person needs a therapist, not fucking Dear Abby. A therapist who doesn't dye their dog multiple colors. <laughs> if you can, like genuinely, but when I was a kid, I think I remembered in my head that that like the Easter Bunny is delivering you stuff, but it was an actual bunny, like a small, adorable, sweet bunny. Because I would leave carrots out for him, and to keep consistent with the storyline, because my mother lies to me chronically, even to this day. Sure. She yeah. ate most of the carrots, which is probably the best way for us to get roughage into our system. But she would leave carrots with like big teeth marks in them. Like, she really committed to the bit, which I have to appreciate. Yeah. yeah. So when I found the carrots the next day, I was like, oh, oh, my God, he was here. Look at the teeth marks. There were teeth marks in carrots. You know, if she wanted to be really accurate, she would leave giant, like a like a whole strew of, like, chocolate pebbles on the floor for <laughs> rabbit shit. I was going to say if you've, ever, if, you've yeah. ever, if you've ever had a rabbit, they shit everywhere look the easter bunny was here there's his scat on google i put in easter bunny originated in what country and the first answer that came up what country 
Pennsylvania. Google's Mark. getting dumb now. Like we're all at yeah. home using Google so much that she's like, "Oh, I don't know, Pennsylvania." I stop asking me I questions. I don't know where it's from. It's from Yellow. I don't know. <laughs> Why don't you go out and take You'll a think- walk and get off me for a little while? You know? Yeah. Why don't you watch fucking Netflix? And shut up. And by the way, no, there isn't any sanitizer. No, there are no masks. Congratulations. And you can keep on searching Amazon, but I can tell you right now, it's not on any other website. I'm Google. I'm Google. Back ordered till July. All (laughs) answers are back ordered till July, along with the sanitizer. I'm Google. Wipe with your hand. Um... According to some sources, the Easter Bunny first arrived in America in the 1700s with German immigrants who settled in Pennsylvania and transported their tradition of an egg laying here called Osterhaus. Yeah, but I think it was probably a bit kinkier then. Yeah. I'm thinking, look, I've seen the movie Midsummer, and I don't know that anything good was coming over from there. Their and children... we've also been to Pennsylvania, and I think there's a lot of kinky shit there. Exactly. That This is, the bunnies weren't the only thing that they brought over. They were like, oh, Star House, bunnies and inbreeding. Hey, let's raise a barn. <laughs> it sounded Irish. Everything does, doesn't it? Fine. All right, I have one final article for you before we give my mother a call and ask her about what it was like to deal with Easter bunny activities when I was a kid. All right, this one is from the Spokesman Review in Spokane, Washington, March 27th, 2002. I never do anything in the 2000s, so this is very Me. special. I didn't know that she was still alive then. Well, I think it was her daughter at this point. I don't know. She passed the torch on. But uh, oh. yeah, that's how limited I was in my Easter finding abilities for this. So oh, I scraped I the clear bottom. of the passing of the torch. Yeah, after that, I mean, we're going to see what happens. But let's see what, what your thoughts are on this. Because okay, it's clearly okay, passed okay. the torch. Dear Ann Landers, as Easter approaches, many people think of buying cute little bunnies as pets. It's easy to walk into a pet store and grab one of those adorable fluffy bunnies and take it home for your children. Please resist the impulse. Rabbits can live anywhere from 5 to 10 years and require care every day. They need clean cages, fresh vegetables. I'm like really going to gag. I'm sorry. Like the thought of a rabbit. Okay, They need clean cages, fresh vegetables, food, water, hay, and litter. Wire bottom cages can be hazardous to their feet and cedar shavings cause intestinal problems. And it can be expensive. Feed, supplies, and neutering or spaying all cost money. If anyone is considering a rabbit for Easter, I hope they will research the issue thoroughly and be willing to make a long commitment. Too often, children tire of their new pets and the bunnies end up abandoned or at a shelter. Please tell your readers to check out House Rabbit Society. Oh, www.rabbit.org or other such groups for information. Oh, the idea of a rabbit house. Thanks, Ann. Love my bunnies in Stores, Connecticut. Dear Stores. Oh, wait, it's, it's Ann's daughter at this point. Dear Stores, Easter Sunday is coming soon, and I hope my readers will play, pay close attention to what you have written. Folks, please think twice before putting these rabbits in harm's way. Yeah, she didn't have the same touch as her mother who would have told her to fuck off. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm not... Rabbits are cute from afar. And by that, I mean a rat, a small rabbit. Oh, I think cartoon rabbits are cute, but her explaining what goes into the... I can't... Can't you smell it? Can't you smell it? Can yes. you smell that rabbit cage? Can you imagine what a rabbit house would be like? I'm like... I, Oh, 
it's like damp wood shavings. Yes. And um, uh, and wet hay. Wet I, I don't hay. Know. Wet hay. It reminds me of when when I was sick. This was like five summers ago. It was the middle of the summer, and I was sick. I, I just felt like crap. I don't know why if I had cold or something like that. And we were bored. And my Jules was like, let's go to the Bronx Zoo. And it was 500 degrees out, which, you know, a zoo, a zoo anytime, but a zoo in heat is a real special experience. Oh, nice. Oh, it's horrible. So for some reason, I was like, oh, it's just hot out. And I was like, oh, well, let's go into the bat house because at least it's dark and indoors and you think it's air conditioned. And I walked in and I took one whiff of the bat house and I started to faint. <laughs> I had to leave so fast, and I went outside. I put my head between my knees. I was like, "Hut, hut, <laughs> uh, hey, <ugh>. <laughs> It's so awful. It's so awful. This uh, a rodent. Oh no, rodent. No. It's kind of what I imagine when you're watching hoarders. That that smell. Yes, wet when they hay. walk in, we're like, "Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah." I can't go in there. Those wood chips. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which, like, certain spots of Home Depot sort of bring up that sense memory for me, which is why I'm never good in a Home Depot. Really? <laughs> that and, uh, oh, my God. Uh, that and um, fluorescent lighting at Home Depot. Those two things. Really, I can't deal with a Home Depot for that reason. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We gotta move. That's serious. Okay. I got to get off. I got to get off this. I got to get off this and on to another segment, which is <gasps> the Moth Report. That's right. It's time to call my mother. We may find out what the weather is like where she's standing, but we also may find out what she did at Easter time for her children. I'd actually like to hear her thought process on this because now we have a mother, a mother, and we want to see how she's doing. I want to see how the saggy and droopy fitness routine is panning out if they worked out with Amy hello hello hi hi did you work out with Amy today no but your father did he likes her oh uh, she's skinny and pretty and everything and then um it's only 10 minutes and he's sweating bullets that's how out of shape we all are here um it's been a minute Oh, you took a walk. Okay. We took a walk. Yeah, the sun came out for like 60 seconds. And um, just, just you probably walked a mile. So then Good I came for you. Yeah. Took a bubble bath, made lunch. So and, uh, now it's 2 o'clock. So it's wow. half over. Hooray. You're now a regular. Your, hu- like your, hu- oh. your husband and Amy had lunch and took a bubble bath? <laughs> 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 well, if I gave him that scenario, he'd like it. <laughs> <laughs> understanding she's always telling you if you get too out of breath then don't lift your knees so high or whatever you know what i i mean like you know when she's she's telling you to march you have to march and then get your heart rate going and then move the arms and she said if it's too much for you then lower your arms and uh but i'm i can feel the house shaking whatever he's doing He's marching in place with Amy and having a heck of a time. Daddy, daddy, daddy. <laughs> I have to find him someone else. I don't know. Actually, he's very soothing. He's very nice. 
I, I even exercise is. with Amy. Yeah, oh, she's good. She's good. Not since college. <laughs> she's co-signed on this. Yeah. <laughs> Look, your father anyway, likes Amy. Just, Let him be with Amy. At least he gets out of my hair. Good heavens, yes. I'm sick of looking at him. Let him look at her for a little while. Now, what did you Lord. say the other day about quarantine? You were like, well, every day we turn off the TV and we talk to each other for about 20 minutes and then we go our separate ways. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> you've run out of things well, to it's say. Not, it's it's almost like it's, it's like I have my my routine I do in the morning and with this. We, we talk for a few minutes and then he goes upstairs. And that's almost like going to work. He goes upstairs, he's on the computer. I hear him talking to himself up there. I said, who are you talking to? I don't Amy. know. Amy. <laughs> he's his own best friend. He, he keeps himself company and all that. And then he's gone for like two hours. And then uh, he comes down and it's, it's almost like he got home from work. It's Is he sweating thing. when he comes downstairs too? <laughs> Please, I hope not. Uh, no, Amy's on the downstairs TV. We use the downstairs oh. TV for her. And uh, and that's it. We took a ride around the town today to see what was going on. What? You and oh. Amy? No. <laughs> <laughs> what if I could hire her? I gotta find this Amy. You're gonna have to send me a link. We gotta get in contact Listen, with her. Listen, if, if, Amy, if Amy came here, it would be him and her. All the way, man. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you say bet. all the way. Ew. Oh, God, yeah. I know. <laughs> all the way with Amy. <laughs> that's actually the title of her workout. Yeah, that's the video. Yes. All the way that with Amy the... with, like, no hint of irony. Exactly. <laughs> Think of all the hints, the hits that she'd get, right? Is that what they call <laughs> it? A hit? Oh, them see. hits she get. Well, she's them a tramp, hits. that Amy. Hey, I have a question <laughs> for you because this week's theme is Easter. Easter. Yes, Easter. Um, I was just saying that when I came downstairs uh, one year for the Easter Bunny, I left carrots and there were teeth marks in the carrots. I appreciate your consistency with with uh, keeping up the lie. <laughs> well, was that Amy's lie. Amy's lie. <laughs> were those her teeth marks? Um, Amy's they, been uh, here. Those weren't we, my we teeth like marks. To, we like to kind of like stretch out the the myth of the Easter Bunny. And so I'd throw stuff on the stairs and leave stuff for him. And, you know, Easter, Bunny, Easter got like Christmas after a while. It was like, you know, and now I do the same thing for the grandkids. I get them an Easter basket, but it's got mostly trinkets and toys and stuff like that. This year it's going to be Clorox wipes. Uh, are oh, you planning God. anything for Easter, at least on your own? I don't know. I haven't even thought about it. Not uh, even an Easter egg hunt? No, because like that. For the two of you? They, they, the grand, <laughs> are you kidding <laughs> what would be I mean, in the, the eggs? Boniva, <laughs> each other's you. pills. <laughs> <laughs> no, I usually, you know, either we go out to dinner over to Alan's house or they'll come here, depending upon what's going on. And uh, but at some point we get together with the kids and uh, give them their Easter baskets. But I can't I can't let it go. I, they're getting older, too. But I keep every year I, I overdo it at Christmas and Easter, of course. But. Whatever. I'm only a grandmother once, so I might as well enjoy it. Um, what? <laughs> what was? What was the tradition in Easter? Like, what? What did we do? We Easter. I think. I think we had your grandparents up for dinner. And I completely uh, forget. I just remember ham, and I hated ham. I know, but you know, ham is good. Uh, so I, I know <laughs> because though, I, I cooked turkey because you never wanted ham. So. 
uh, it would always cook a turkey, and then I, I'd always put a ham on the side because those of us who like ham, really, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a traditional Easter dinner. Patty? A lot of people cook lamb. Ew. Oh. Were you a I don't ham like guy? Lamb. We what? Were ham, we were a ham family. We were definitely not a lamb, lamb. lamb family. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> now, I know that this is, we're, we're a bit off our game as far as doing the moth report for weather, because does the weather even make a difference at this point? I mean, do you want to tell us what it's going to be like in the next few days, or is it just gray and rainy and crappy? Crappy. The weather today <laughs> is crappy. Tomorrow's weather is going to be crappy. Uh, oh. I was looking, we're supposed to be on a cruise right now, and uh, the oh. weather for the week is miserable. It's going to be like maybe a little sunshine couple of afternoons but the rest of the time rain even a little snow uh it, it's just gonna be a, it would have been a great week to be away i would be in key west florida right now oh. if we hadn't been fooling around with this stupid virus well yeah. thank you so much for the easter version of the moth report we do hope you're that- welcome you're welcome i think we're all in a bit of a funk because we're stuck in the house but but you're stuck whatever. in the house with amy yeah, right. Yeah. Well, he's got a smile on his face anyway. I don't, but uh, whatever. I'm going to find smiling. myself a hottie. <laughs> oh. Thank you from the Saggy okay. and Droopy Fitness uh, area. We hope that you all uh, maintain all of your physical health. Absolutely. And same to you. And you, Patty, and you, Jim. Happy Easter. Same Happy to Easter. you. Happy Easter. <laughs> Happy Easter. Have a great day. Bye. You Bye too. soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thought she was gonna keep saying bye. <clears throat> All right, we are we are down the other side of this slope right now. We have peaked and we are dropping. So it is time for our next segment, which is Instagram. Instagram. Mail. Instagram mail. I'm gonna make it a swingy song now because we can't coordinate with each other. Uh, Instagram So we have a couple of uh, of Eastery type questions for from our Instagram mail, which is of course our Insta handle is tell em, Patty. Patty. What? Our Instagram handle. What's our Insta handle? Dear Pot Official. There you go. Find us at Dear Pot Official. Every week we'll be putting the questions on our Insta story. You will see them presented there and also on mine, which is Erin McGuire Official. And now the brand new handle of the Patrick O'Brien. That is E-N. So we're posting every week a question that is posed to the listeners where you can direct contact and ask us anything you want to. So why don't you kick us off, Patty? All right. The Easter Patty. Easter Patty. The question is, is Easter canceled because of COVID? Mm. That's uh, we just We're discussing that, sort of. I know. Abby says the following. Well, let me just say that if I have a six-foot bunny carrying candy in a pastel-colored basket with assorted bows and plastic hay coming my way, I either have a high-grade fever or Terry from down the hall has come back from a spurry convention. (laughs) In any case, bulls should keep their damn distance. I'm giving Easter a rain check. So I guess guess she says Easter's canceled. Wow. Okay, that is a bold call. 
I guess. And I mean, she's, you know. She calls it. I mean, she makes the calls, except I think her sister might disagree with you. So was Easter oh. canceled this year due to COVID? No. Jesus is coming back. He'll just be wearing gloves. Honestly, I don't care how much of a deity you are. If you come in for a hug, I'm going to pepper spray you. This holy season seems like a bust. I'm pretty sure when his dad said he wanted to give us what we give up what we love for Lent, he didn't mean giving up this much. Honestly, I think Jesus should just lead by example and stay put. Half the world doesn't believe he's been here yet anyway, so what's another year? Can you imagine if coronavirus happened in his time? They'd have to Zoom the Last Supper. They'd wear hazmat suits to his tomb. He'd have to crucify himself. All that being said, Easter will still happen this year. It may look a little different. I have no problem with his return, but if he's going to show up, he best be ready to perform some miracles that don't involve the laying on of hands. And So it's not canceled. Yeah, she's not canceled. She just, uh, yeah, it just needs adjustments have to be made. That's all. And then our final Insta question for the day is, what is your best day of the week? Like we've said before, every day now is day. At this point, my best day of the week is any day I take a shower. I usually do this after a press conference. Then I sit in a ball and weep like a live version of the crying game. I leave refreshed and ready to start the week by screaming into the bottomless void. How about you, Lesnars? What's your best day of the week? I'm curious what everybody's best moment of the week is now. So everybody write to me, dearpodofficial at gmail.com or dearpodofficial on the Instawebs. What's your answer? What's your best day of the week? I've resorted to giving up on calling each day by their names. Monday, Tuesday, wine day. And just call it day. We don't know what day of the week it is anymore anyway. So I guess my favorite day of the week is when the Tito's delivery gets here and I've remembered to shower and tip Ramon. (laughs) That's all I got. Ramon. Good old Ramon. Ramon. Indeed. Ramon from the liquor store. Indeed. And you know what that means now that, speaking of liquor store, hey, um, I just discovered that Total Wine does a delivery service, so I, I don't even have to leave the house to get my booze anymore. I think this is the oh. new normal. Does your place well, do that? congratulations. We have a wine, uh, I think we just have a wine store that delivers. Okay. I'm not too sure if they're doing it now, though. These are these are the first responders, the people that put themselves in harm's okay. way to get the alcohol to the people who need it. <laughs> it seems like it's not an essential service, but if you cut that that tap off, that you're going to see mass hysteria. It's kind of like when they deliver. It's it's like Tiger King. You're, it's like throwing loose meat into a cage. That poor delivery man. It's just like attacked with claws. Like, give me my liquor. Give me my liquor. Mm-mm-mm. Well, hey, speaking of liquor stores that deliver, we have built a bar in our basement for this very reason. And that's for specialty Specialty cocktails. Specialty Specialty drinks. Lounge it up, lounge it. I I gotta get something because I don't know what day it is. I'm just drinking because I need to drink because I have no time to do anything else but drink. Are you you having a cocktail this evening? 
I am not. Oh, you're refraining. I am refraining. You're taking like, are you going one day on, one day off? Something like that, yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's <laughs> smart. I'm not doing the same thing, but I, I definitely support you. <laughs> so this week's drink is a gin ricky. That is right, discovered online by the newly bearded James Jules Ferris. That's right, he hasn't shaved for about 10 weeks now. So, in a Collins glass, you fill it with ice. You add two ounces gin, one ounce fresh lime juice, top it with seltzer, and garnish with a lime wedge. And here's the tasting notes, very classic. Mm. All right, what better way to bring in springtime weather than with a classic summertime cooler? Hmm? The Ricky comes from Colonel Joe Ricky. He kept ordering this drink at a bar in Washington, D.C., whereupon the bartender named the drink for him. Joe Ricky was a popular figure, first in Missouri politics and later in the nation's capital from the 1870s into the new century. A devout Democrat, he successfully campaigned for President Grover Cleveland in 1884 and 1892. All evidence suggests that Ricky himself first conceived his signature drink in the typically hot summer of 1883 summer campaign season. The bartender, George Williamson, prepared it to the Colonel's instructions. And the first one was actually a rye, Ricky. Though Colonel Joe remained faithful to his original concoction, in short order, gin would eclipse the rye and inspire a whole family of drinks called Ricky's. Ooh, Ricky Martin's. A first cousin to the gin and tonic, this baby is refreshing and goes down quick. Ooh, just like Amy. So for your next Zoom cocktail hour, pop on screen with a drink that will make your friends feel like an employee for Joe Exotic, questioning their choices. Thank you very much, Jules, for those tasting notes. That is the Gin Ricky. Very refreshing cocktail coming my way. I am I cannot wait to taste this little item over here. Oh, here it comes. The Gin Ricky making a slow, gradual landing into my mouth. Cheers, quiz! To Cheers. another 500 days of quarantining. That's right. See you next year. Mm. That is, wow. Ooh, Lord, girl. She's tart. Good? She's very tart. She's very refreshing. And because I have a thing with, like, iced drinks that are with a straw, if you serve me anything with a straw, it's gone within seconds. I don't know why. Yep. Do you think, do you feel that? Like if you get a protein shake, isn't it gone immediately? Immediately. What is it about the straw that, that speeds things up? You're just like sucking it down. There's nothing stopping me right now. Nothing at all. No person, <laughs> no agenda, no work, nowhere to be. What's to you stop me? Nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. Well, this is a very refreshing beverage. I wish that you could have a sip of this. I'll send it through the mail along with the prison cheesecake. Oh, I'd like that. <laughs>